This is Sticks and Stones and Stories. More than anything in the world, Griffin wanted his own special pet. A pony like his friend Abigail had would be perfect, with gentle brown eyes and a shaggy mane and a long shaggy tail. A pony he could ride anywhere he wanted. And if Griffin couldn't have a pony, well, he'd be happy with a puppy like his friend Marco had, a leaping, licking, tail wagging puppy. A puppy who would run beside him and chew on his slippers and play fetch with a stick. And if he couldn't have a puppy, well, he'd settle for a kitten like Letitia had, a playful kitten with a velvet nose and soft paws, a cuddly kitten who would curl up when it was tired, and fall asleep on Griffin's lap. But as much as Griffin wanted a special pet. He wasn't allowed to have a pony, or a puppy, or even a hamster. You see, Griffin lived in a small apartment, and his mother was allergic to furry creatures, which is why she brought him home a goldfish instead. Oh, but Griffin was disappointed. You can't ride a goldfish. You can't cuddle with a goldfish or teach it to fetch or roll over. Let's face it. When it comes to pets, a goldfish isn't much better than a houseplant. At least, that's what Griffin thought at first. Until that night, when he put his new goldfish on his bedside table, and turned off his lamp to go to sleep. But Griffin didn't go to sleep. He couldn't go to sleep. Not with that goldfish suddenly singing beside him. That's right. The moment Griffin turned off the light, the goldfish began singing in the dark, warbling in a bubbly, off-key kind of way. But as soon as Griffin turned the light back on again, the goldfish went silent. Oh no, 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 no! You can't fool me," Griffin said, as the goldfish swam in circles around its bowl. "I heard you. You were singing." The goldfish stopped circling for a moment, and looked straight into Griffin's eyes. But it didn't make a peep. So Griffin turned off his lamp again, and again. The instant it was dark, that goldfish started warbling like a canary. Well, this went on half the night until finally Griffin couldn't stand it any more. He got up and he carried that goldfish bowl into the bathroom. And he closed the door. Then he went back to his own room, got into bed, and fell fast asleep. But the very next morning, when Griffin woke up, the goldfish bowl was back on his bedside table, as if it had never been gone. And there was the goldfish swimming round and round and round. Did you? Bring my new goldfish back into my bedroom this morning," Griffin asked his mother at breakfast. But Griffin's mother said she hadn't touched the goldfish bowl, and she didn't know what he was talking about. Hmm," said Griffin. That afternoon, when Griffin got home from school, 
things got even stranger. His mother was working in the kitchen with her headphones on, so she didn't hear the goldfish singing. But Griffin heard it the moment he came through the door. Except the singing wasn't coming from his bedroom where he'd left the goldfish that morning. It was coming from the bathroom. And when Griffin tiptoed down the hall and stood listening at the door, he could hear the goldfish in the bathtub splishing and splashing and singing at the top of its little goldfish lungs. Ha! I caught you, Griffin said. But the instant Griffin came through the door, the goldfish closed its little lips and didn't make another peep. That's pretty much how things went all week long. Griffin's new goldfish kept showing up in unexpected places, in the bathroom sink, in the kitchen sink, even in a glass of water. And it kept singing, too, at all hours of the day and night. But only when the lights were out, or when Griffin was in another room. And never, ever, when anyone other than Griffin was listening. Griffin tried to tell his mother and his friends that his new goldfish could sing, but they just laughed. No one would believe him, since they'd never heard it for themselves. "'What's wrong with you?' Griffin said to his goldfish one night. "'Are you trying to drive me crazy? You could be famous. We could be famous together.' The goldfish stopped swimming in circles and instead swam backwards, as if it were trying to get away from Griffin's angry words. Except, there is nowhere to get away in a goldfish bowl. Wait a minute, said Griffin. Are you shy? The goldfish looked at Griffin, and then bobbed its little head. Oh, said Griffin. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't ever ask you to sing for anyone else again. But I'd really like to sing with you, if you'd let me. We could even sing together in the dark, if that would be better. Again, the little goldfish bobbed its little head. Well, I'm happy to say that that was the beginning of a very special friendship, a very musical friendship. And if you've never heard a boy and a goldfish sing together, well, let me assure you, that's a song you would never forget. Griffin still dreams of having other pets when he grows up, a dog or a cat, maybe even a pony. But he has to admit the goldfish he has right now is pretty special, too. Sticks and Stones and Stories is written, narrated, and produced by Rachel Dunstan Muller. Find out more at racheldunstanmuller.com. Music